Hi, I'm Aoki, and welcome to Tell Me About Your Book. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Tell Me About Your Book. I'm excited to be sitting here talking to author Chris Grody because he's written a really fascinating book. And if you guys even just look at the cover of this book, it's an immediate draw to it. But anyway, hi, Chris. How are you today? Thank you so much for having me. It's I'm excited to be here and uh, excited to share some of that story and my story and your story. Yeah. Um, the book is called The Prodigal Sons. And can we go ahead and get into how this came about before we get into what your book is about? I've written fiction for many, many years just for myself and as a copywriter and a content writer in our other business that I share with my wife. You know, I'm always sort of creating a fiction for email marketing and sales pages and things like that. But I was speaking or we were speaking at an event in London a few years ago and it was right around Christmas. And uh, one of the ladies we were there with at the event who was going to be speaking prior to our presentation did a kind of a focus on what's going to happen next year. What do you want to do next year? I've been thinking about prodigal, what was to become prodigal sons. And I had this pretty good outline in my, and I was like, you know, it's just a fun story. And suddenly there, as we were going through this event, I kept coming back to that while I was doing this, this visualization with her. And I was like, yes, this is the year I'm going to sit down. I'm going to make the time in my schedule and I'm going to write this bloody book. Good, bad, (laughs) otherwise, I'm going to put it out there and share the story because I think it's a good story. And so that's really was the catalyst. And, you know, and of course we got into, there's COVID and we had some health issues and we had some challenges and we, you know, everybody's had plenty of excuses and I just kept chipping away at it and, was blessed last year to be able to bring it to market and publish it. Well, congratulations. You published it in August. How has it been for you since you published this book? And then we'll get into your book because I really want to talk about like the meat of it. (laughs) It's been a bit of a wild ride because, you know, as I said, I understand marketing and things like that, but I've I've always done it for other people and we've always done it for other people and not necessarily in the book world. So I've it's been a learning curve just remembering all the different things you want to do and how to do it right and, and making sure that you're, you know, you're acknowledging people and you're getting you know views on social media, especially when you're self-publish and you're not with one of the big publishing houses that handles all your marketing. So it, it's been really exciting. And it's fun when you open up Facebook and you have people that maybe you haven't spoken with in a long time or people that have found you and they, they, they compliment you and they say, hey, look, I just finished Prodigal Sons or I just bought, I just got it. Or they'll send you a screenshot of them reading it somewhere. Uh, and it's so neat because right. people are reading the story and, and they're enjoying the story. And that's the fun part. You know, and of course, anybody who writes fiction and, you know, we all bring the computer when we go to type it you know people have contacted me and been like hey is this character based on me no (laughs) it's not that's really bold for somebody to say that i think (laughs) no but you know but it's you know it's it's old friends who are close friends and they're like hey is this you know i know who this was i remember this (laughs) no you you're filling in the blanks but you know it's neat that they're making that connection because they're somehow equating a fictional work with things that happened 20, 30 years ago. And it's, right. it's, 
it's fun and funny because it, it generates conversations. You it know, really with people does. you may not have talked to in a long time, you're able to say, no, no, but I remember what you're talking about. And, you know, you had this reminiscent moment and it's really neat. That's been my biggest experience or my best experience, I think. And, and you know, it's prompted me to, to create some things to help blossoming authors want to be wordsmiths, especially in the business space, but that's kind of outside the scope of our conversation today. But <laughs> it's it's really, really fun. And it's been a great opportunity to share with people. So I love hearing that, actually. I love that once you get your book in your hands, and then other people also get into it as well and even talking to you about it that's so cool it is but let's get into your book the prodigal sons <laughs> i like the fact that the main character john crockett he like the, the story kind of set first in the 90s right something that happened in the 90s it, it is it it flashes back and forth there were four young men in the book who are very close friends in high school, uh, play okay. football together, et cetera. And certain things happen. And of course, it all, that's a common thread for all of us in our high school careers. You know, people, we do lose people that we care about, you know, whether it's somebody doing something stupid with drugs and alcohol or they're doing something stupid behind the wheel because, you know, we've all just learned to drive and we're supposedly really right. great drivers. We're so eager. Yeah. And, and, you know, I saw that reflected in my own, my, my children, as they went through high school, you know, they lost people that were in their, in their class. And, and we certainly did as well. And that's was sort of the, the grain of truth in the book is that's a common thread for so many of us. And one of the catalysts though, in this case was, or one of the questions I asked myself is what if it wasn't an accident? You know, what if it was, what if it was a, a, a violent act? You know, it was it, what how would Man. some of us have reacted, you know, especially with the fervor of youth? What would happen Man. if those young men took the law into their own hands, especially with the the ignorance of youth? You know, we all knew everything when we were teenagers. And then when we <laughs> reflect on it in our 40s and 50s, we go, boy, I didn't know a thing. And we thought and, everything was the utmost. Yeah. You know, and, and it was we, the most important thing or whatnot. Yep. And then the, the other component in the book is that these four young men, some of whom pass, uh, you know, to go into the service, both of them pass away in the service. But, you know, what would happen if the power of those friendships that we had in high school, sometimes with that same amount of ignorance, what would happen if we continued to harness that? And I'm not talking about going out and drinking on a Friday night. I'm just talking about, you know, if we look at the business entities that we have as grownups and we harness that strength and that friendship instead of simply being thrown into, you know, whoever we're going to manage with or whoever we're going to work with at the office. You know, what if we took that same passion? You know, I'll call it what it is. It's love when you're really, you know, when we're talking about best friends, even if it's, you know, two young men or three young men or four young men. Absolutely. Yeah. What if we took that love and we focus that into our business and our development energies moving forward in our life, which is the catalyst for what becomes prodigal sons. And um, as you read the book, you begin to understand that, you know, the two young men that did survive have to deal with some of the issues they left unresolved. But at the same time, they also take that energy and focus it in their respective businesses. And it becomes a, an extremely powerful and extremely profitable and, and may become extremely wealthy by channeling that energy into the right places and that passion into the right places. So I feel like this book is not just about here are the events that happen. This is what's fun to read. It has a lot to do with like 
like inner strength and inner turmoil as well. It does. So how was it for you writing even each of these characters and having to dig deep into into the psyche and brain chemistry? It was extremely easy because because the passion I'm talking about and that passion of of friendship, I'm blessed to still be great friends with some of the same young men that I knew in high school and and, and played football with and, Mm -hmm. you know, Yes, we've been, you know, we've had other distractions, so to speak, if you can call a successful marriage or a successful business a distraction, but we still find time to catch up and reminisce or to, you know, to to do what have you. And and that was sort of the catalyst. It's like, what would have happened if we could have taken that focus then? And and so it's you know, prodigal sons became not only a a sort of a weird true crime, or not true crime, but you know crime fiction sort of thing, but it also became a, what's the effect when, you know, the psychological effects of vigilante actions and also the psychological effects of, you know, when somebody, you know, somebody has your back and it wasn't, I'm not trying to turn it into a psychological profile, but there is an element of just how powerful can you be if you know people are watching your back and, and people have your interest at heart. That's a very comforting thing. And most of us are only fortunate enough maybe to have a spouse or, you know, maybe a friend that can do that. I was blessed to have several and still am. It was a fun what if. And then to be able to wrap that into a and what I believe is an enjoyable story that does flash back and forth between the early 90s and, you know, about 2014. There's some whodunit stuff in it. And there's some, uh, you know, I took a little inspiration from a movie called The Usual Suspects, which, you know, has some misdirection in it. So there's some elements of that. I really appreciate the fact that from a male author writing about really great friendship and also challenging what if and all the whodunit. I know it sounds kind of cliche to say all that, but it's kind of nice to read beyond the crime, beyond the the action sequences and stuff like that. So are you finished with this character, John Crockett? Is this does this feel wrapped up for you for the prodigal sons? No, that's the beauty of it is as I was writing it, and like I said, I had a very good outline of it when I when I came back from London and I started writing. That was in early January of that year. And as I did that, other storylines opened up, you know, other things had come to light, you know, just tangential characters in some cases. So John Crockett's father, who doesn't play a huge role in the book, but I realized that there are some interesting elements that could be explored. So that's one. But, you know, another component of it, I almost had I had to do quite a few, quite a bit of rewriting when it sort of tripped over it was the second book, which I've begun, I have completely outlined. It's, it's simply a matter of making the time to do it. It's called the Shadydale Social Club, which is a component that, like I said, I sort of tripped over as I was writing the book. Uh, and it's a tip of the hat to an old group of, or actually an old hunting club I was in, which is certainly not called a social club, but <laughs> but it was a tip of the hat, sort of a, a an Easter egg to those of you, those who knew me back in the day of what that was. But that'll be the next book that comes out. And it sort of details this gap between where we leave John and Merrick and Peter and Brad and, and where we find them in or where we find the remaining ones in prodigal sons in, in 2014. It's sort of what happened 
time frame really is that late 90s period when Merrick is in the Marine Corps and when Bradley has gone into the Army and some of the things that are happening around the world. And, and you know, I think I'm going to take a wild guess. You're old enough to remember the pre and post 9-11 world that we grew mm-hmm. up in and Absolutely. that we now have. Uh-huh. It was a huge sea change that a lot of people, you know, we, we learned to live with. But there was a huge sea change in how we viewed so many things, you know, everything from contemporary art uh, and literature to how we viewed, you know, just our own security and safety. Absolutely, and, yeah. and so the Shadydale Social Club ties into that, that change. The current outline has it ending on September the 11th, 2001. And then the third book, which I also have outlined, but I have not named yet, will be the post 9-11 world. But I don't want to tip too many hands because you sort of have to go into the world of prodigal sons to see how that could right. play out or begin to understand what the Shadydale Social Club even was. I'm sold into all this, actually. <laughs> I I feel like Particle Sons was written for this time frame that I would love to sink my teeth in. I'm really, really interested because there's so many elements to this. There's action, there's mystery, there's just even the emotional part of it. And regardless of of it being the first book in a series and this and that, I definitely want to to read and get immersed in this book of yours, Chris. So I thank you. This is so interesting to me. I encourage you to do so. Hey, I'm okay with that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, How has it uh, been with you publishing the book though? I know that you talked about the, the reactions of people. How about the publishing part of it was so exciting and so liberating. Now it's actually now I've been I've ghostwritten multiple bestsellers for people in the business oh. world for for about seven years. So it was not my first trip down publishing lane. But mm-hmm. as a and I, I published or my wife and I co-published a or co-authored a book a few years ago on business. But I really went into this with my eyes wide open. This is like the um, I, opposite of business. <laughs> it's its, it's own business, it, but just the the well, adventure I'm part of this is so inspired you know. by the experience. I bought the publishing, or I, I'm sorry, I bought slash built a publishing company. So, oh, cool. um, yeah, it was such an enjoyable experience that I was like, you know, this doesn't have to. And because the first one wasn't bad, don't get me wrong, but the first mm-hmm. one was the first one, and I realized that. You know, Amazon makes it easy for people to self-publish, but the software doesn't make it easy. And so I said, you know, there's a there's an easier way to do this. And again, not going too far down the business sense, but yeah, it inspired me. I was like, this is so this doesn't have to be hard. It doesn't have to be prohibitively expensive. Yeah, there's certainly an investment you have to make, but the investment is in yourself and in your dream to have your book out there. So, um, yeah, it actually Elk Mountain Publishing. My my previous business model was called Elk Mountain Concepts. Now it's Elk Mountain Publishing, which ended up being the publisher of the book. So it's been really, really fun. And so that's become a big focus for me uh, in 2023 is, is, is bringing that out there both to those who want to publish in business as well as in fiction. I guess the answer would be it was a super experience (laughs) when I realized there was a gap that somebody needed to be filling that wasn't being filled. I love that that you just kind of attack it head on, which is great. Um, So where can we get your book, Chris, with your publishing company, of course? Well, the irony (laughs) is that, you know, everybody says it's available on Amazon and it absolutely is. Mm -hmm. It's and you call it the prodigal son. It actually is just prodigal sons. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, 
and and prodigal sons because it's a parable of course prodigal sons is difficult in search but if you just yeah prodigal sons chris grody um but it is available on amazon it's also available through most of the major re- merchant uh, retailers for books so you can buy both an e-reader or a digital copy as well as a print copy of amazon barnes and noble uh, it's even in library systems, the New York Public uh, Library System. So oh, there's cool. a lot of different places to go get it, whether it's Books a Million or your default or everybody's right. default, which is Amazon. And I'm hoping to also get my hands on your second book once I get your first book going. So I'm going to rub you in for the next one, absolutely. So yeah, no, it's, it's, it's been recording, Chris. <laughs> no, no, I, and I'll be happy to do so because, again, it was such an enjoyable process to go through this and, and to create this tale that could honor some of the good things about, you know, my friendships in high school and my friendships as a grown-up, but also could um, provide a good story for people to read, like a Stephen Hunter or like a, uh, I won't say Dean Koontz because that's more horror, but I like good stories and 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 I I'd like to believe I've told one. So uh, hopefully people feel the same way. I'm sure that some people will be like, this is horrible. Okay. Eh, but forget them. <laughs> I, I, well, my hero there, Ernest Hemingway, as he said, critics are those who come down after the battle to shoot the survivors. So uh, that's, that's perfectly said. Yeah, I hear you. Thank so. you for quoting that, actually. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I want to say thank you for coming by today and telling me your process and opening my eyes with this world of prodigal sons because I love anything that deals with friendship like this, whether it's a crime fiction or even just something, anything emotional. And I feel like this book has so many layers. So thank you for everything. Any last minute thing you want to tell us, Chris? Thank you so much for having me on, Oki. It was, it's enjoyable. And again, you know, it was a fun process to go through and it was fun to, kind of go down memory lane and think about some of the things that that still impact me in my life and and you know the power of friendship the power of family so yeah it's great That's important. great great experience awesome. okay well thank you and i will let you go and i will talk to you sometime later chris thank you awesome thank you bye, bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Tell Me About Your Book. All the other information from this episode will be in the show notes. Please support indie authors as well as indie bookstores. And of course, the other podcasts, Books, Cats, and Snacks, where me and Caddy talk about all things books and, well, her cats too. See you then. Bye.